guys, welcome back to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming of the week. Hi guys, so um, a couple of things I want to address, and we're going to get into the podcast, um, God, this is going to sound like such a Debbie Downer, um, you see, the thing here is, is that even though we're going to get into this, and we're going to talk about it in the next segment, maybe I should just wait to then, yeah? We're going to try to start off with some type of good news. I'm sorry, I'm just all over the place today, but uh, let me run it back. Nintendo was in the news this week um, for two reasons. Uh, they bought a new studio. And, um, if you haven't heard, it's not going to be officially acquired until March. But, um, Nintendo bought Next Level. Next Level Games. Now, some of their notable games, um, featured... As a matter of fact, a lot of uh, their games was for Nintendo. Um, Mario Strikers, which I loved. I actually loved. That's like one of the first um, soccer games or football games that I played and really enjoyed. Like, really enjoyed. Punch Out! What a wee! Um, Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon, Metro Prime, Federal Force, and their latest game was Luigi Mansion, Luigi Mansion 3. Now, again, I think that, because Nintendo really don't buy up studios, they don't do that a lot, but when you hear about them buying up a studio... That usually means that they've seen the work of these people and figured, you know what, they align with our mission statements and that we're going to, um, we're going to work together. Because I don't know if you guys played that last um, Luigi Mansion. That game, not only did it look spectacular, but it was fun. It was really fun. And I really, really, really did enjoy it. Um, Come on, Nintendo. And um, congratulations to Next Level Games for... um, joining Nintendo on making better games. I can't wait to see what the next project is going to be. And then, (laughs) okay, so there's this story. Okay, so it's in Bloomberg. has published uh, our, our history. And it mentioned that now Microsoft Microsoft tried to buy Nintendo that sounds really weird right it sounds incredibly like I I wish I could have been the fly on that wall 
when they were approached, this is Nintendo, when Nintendo was approached by Microsoft and for some, in, okay, this, okay, there's so many levels to this, guys, so let's get into it. I think it's the arrogance, because if you don't know, Nintendo was over 100 years old. The arrogance it took Microsoft, and this is an American company, the arrogance that it took for them to approach, to approach Nintendo and simply suggest that they could acquire them because why? Here's the reason. Microsoft told Nintendo that their hardware sucks. Keep in mind, this is the Xbox original one, the PlayStation 2, and this is the Wii era. Microsoft told Nintendo that they their hardware sucks, but they make very good games. And since Microsoft, who's clearly is not, they don't even have a child, they don't even have leverage. They just have money. Said you, Nintendo, can make games for us, Microsoft. Now, I can't for the life of me, I can't for the life of me figure out how do you have that much bravado. It would be nice if I counted that. To simply suggest Nintendo with its slew of um no 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 that wasn't the, it wasn't um I'm sorry I'm jumping back guys that wasn't the Wii era that was um the GameCube era regardless to whatever system was out at the time how dare you, with all of Nintendo's IP clout, that merely suggested that they will give you their IPs. Everybody, everyone who came and went, everybody wants Nintendo's IP. They want them. The Mario's. The Fire Emblems. The Metroid. The Legend of Zelda's. The Kirby's. The Yoshi's. And on and on and on. Nintendo makes games because like most developers but this is what I've always how this is how I've always visioned or imagined what Nintendo developer game developer I don't think that they do it for money I think money is just an, an added bonus I truly believe that the people who make these games are gamers there are gamers at heart who just happen to have a skill of game development. They just, they, they're very creative. I don't, I don't even, I, I don't even imagine them having a, a big social life. I just think that they like trying to come up with something unique. 
something new. And the reason why I say this is based off of the latest Mario games. The puzzles and the ingenuity of all of them, the mechanics, geniuses. I don't care what nobody says, I've always thought of them as geniuses. When it comes to mechanical ingenuity, Nintendo is king. When it comes to storytelling, that's why Mike and that's why Sony shines. And when it comes to shooters and sports, I always go with Microsoft. That's their strong point. But um, yeah, the, the absolute gall of them thinking that they can approach Nintendo and saying, hey, we want to buy you and you make games for us. One, <clears throat> I don't want to laugh. Laugh them off. And <laughs> I would have done it too. The actual gall of it told them they stared that their hardware sucks and that they want to buy them so they can make games for Xbox. Xbox didn't even have a presence yet at the time of this meeting. Oh, they didn't have a presence. Meaning they didn't, they wasn't two, three systems in. This was the first one. It was the arrogance for me. But yeah, um, they were laughed out. I'm just looking at this, I'm reading this story. I'm just like you have got to be here's the pitch the pitch was that their hardware stunk and compared to the Sony PlayStation which it did so listen we're much better at game portions of it was Mario. Keep in mind, they want them to continue to make these games and all this stuff. Why don't you let us take care of the hardware? And this story is now just coming out. Again, I wish we would have told them, but you know, Nintendo and... Um, Microsoft is really like close now, and I'm glad that they are. But my God, I wish I could have been in that conversation. Um, been there for that conversation. Uh, do I really want to talk about? Sorry about that. Um, what was I talking about before? I really don't like talking about these rumors, but um, apparently people are data-minding and the Nintendo Switch Pro rumors are back. Listen, guys. Whatever they do, they'll, they'll let you guys know. Alright? Right now, and, and I think the reason why a lot of people no, not a lot of people. A lot of Nintendo fans want. Because Nintendo Switch has this momentum. And now they want them to bring out a new system to compete with the PS4 and the I mean the PS5 and the Xbox series. Here's the thing. I want these new generation systems to to get their footing. That's what I want. Because, and again, I said this before, these systems are two years too early out. 
the thing that I love about Microsoft is Microsoft let you know that they were two years early. Sony was being inconspicuous about it, but it's starting to show because yes, they they having problems with their productions and as far as getting these systems out. That's gonna take some time because of the COVID. Not saying that the systems are not being made. It's just that they're, they're, it's not going to be up to the point that they want it to be. That being said, let them get their footing. Then that's when Nintendo can, you know, introduce to the world the new system. When they are established two years or one year from now. I mean, not one year, but, um, but like two years from now. So, that's that's how I feel about it. Um, did you guys check out the Monster Hunter Rise? Now, I did download the demo. I have not played it. I did see their presentation. It looks like I thought it would be. It's more action, what well, they've always been like, you know, an action-packed game. But I think that I like it because it's more streamlined. And so, yes, I did download it, and I'm looking forward to playing it. And at the moment, those are like the top stories in gaming, because there was a lot that was drowned out this week. Um... I think that's it. I can't think of anything else. And those were your top stories in gaming. your top stories and pop culture. Okay guys, listen. I'm gonna get this I'm gonna get the, 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 the nuance of this week out of the way and then us we're gonna have a conversation. Guys, it seems like this past two weeks we've been having nothing but serious conversation. But, this one, we gotta talk. First and foremost, Kim and Kanye, you're trying to steal attention. I don't care about your divorce. I really don't give a damn. And there are some simple rumors talking about that he may be getting alone or have been having some intimate relationship with this Jeffree Star character. I don't believe it. But I'm not saying that it's not put, it's not past them. I think Kim may have took on too much with Kanye. She didn't know what she was getting into. And this is not a slight to Kanye. Kanye can't help his mental health. It is what it is. I just think that he, he wasn't upfront with Kim. And she has been managing his episodes. And I don't think that that's what she was in for. Dr. Dre had a brain aneurysm this week. He went to the hospital and discovered that he had a brain aneurysm. A lot of people are like, you know, oh, keep him in prayer and stuff like that. Of course, you want to make sure that he is in health and stuff like that. But I'll stick about the women who he fucked up. Michelle he beat that woman. Motherfucker Dr. Dre is not no angel. Now, the, the, the what's going on now? Between, hold on. Dr. Dre is damn near a fucking billionaire. And his motherfucking daughter is applying to be at fucking FedEx, a FedEx driver. Because 
the person who I forgot this is his second wife um he just abandoned that girl he didn't want nothing to do with her now I get it he is a wonderful producer he knows how to make beats he can be a great businessman but he may be a very toxic person behind closed doors who believes that they are entitled to the fucking world. So, it is what it is, Dr. Dre. Until you clean out your fucking closet and do right by these women or the people that are near and dear to you, it's going to catch up to you. It's going to catch up. Because you just had an album. I mean, you just came out with a song. Coming for your wife. Dude. Sit down. Humble yourself. And sort it out. With the people who... Is... Just get your life together. Please. Get your life together. Zay Malik came out with a new song. Shout. I try to listen to it. And I like Zane. I really do. But just, I'm not, I'm not in the proper mind space. Um. I do love Jasmine Sullivan's new album. Um, I don't know how to say it. I want to say hotels, but I'm I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it. Probably that's exactly how you pronounce it. But um, yes, she has a new album out, so go check it out. You will enjoy it. Um. Now, a lot of people was coming at Harry Styles and um, Olivia Wilde because he was holding our hands, talking about that they may be in a relationship. When I first saw that picture, the first thing was like, okay, because they, it, it was revealed that they are working together on a movie. Let me tell y'all something. Olivia Wilde. It's possibly having sex with that young man and then there's nothing nothing wrong with it nothing wrong with it okay let that woman get her life I don't think that this is a relationship I think that this is just a um a friends with benefits thing because I just think that that's what it is I know he's not ready for all that stuff I mean she is a divorcee and she has kids. He's not ready for all that drama. He's not another Ashen Kutcher. It is what it is. Alright guys. Let's talk about this terrorist attack that happened on the Capitol. Wednesday, um, Congress came together. And they were going to um, verify the votes for the new president, which they did later after the attack. That stupid ass man held the rally same day before they got on to the, before they convened. He got, he had a rally, and he told those people to attack the Capitol. He told them that he wanted to, um, he was going to go with them. 
and told them to march on to the capital. And guess what happened next? They marched on. What came next? I never thought I would ever see anything so horrific. And mind you, I saw the two I saw the two planes that flew into those 9-11 buildings, the um the World Trade Centers. I saw that live on television and I will never forget the day where I where I was when that happened this was worse in my opinion because the way how they convened on capital and went in broke through <sighs> it's I'm still feeling from this guys this has been a very hard point for me because it scared me it terrified me I never would have imagined seeing anything like that never they desecrated those grounds it was an attempted coup because what they wanted to do what he wanted them to do he wanted them to go up in there break through and steal those votes so that he can remain president that's what he was hoping for You have these ill-informed, easily swayed, fanatical people who are, and, and, and here's the thing, here's the thing guys, here's the thing. You got the Democratic Party and they're, you know, because they're coming in, talking about you need to reach across the table and be sorry for these guys. Fuck that. There is no reasoning with people like that. I'm sorry. There is no reason. These are the people who will snickle and giggle in your face. But the moment you turn your back, they're talking about you, calling you everything but a child of God. These are people who goes to those the middle um the Midwest churches and stuff like that and think of themselves as, you know, I'm better than because I have, you know, God on my side. But do the coolest things to the other human beings. They would they would they wouldn't walk over somebody who is homeless and and who is sleeping on the street no sweetheart they wouldn't walk over them they would trip over them and let me explain what that means instead of them you know 
avoiding them, by trying to walk over them, they will literally kick that person out of the way to the point that they will trip, look back at that person, and would be angry because they were inconvenienced to them. These are the heathens, those thugs, the vanilla ISIS, the American Taliban. That's what they mean by the American Taliban. Yes. These are radicals. And they got to get... This is what I mean. Because I was having a conversation with someone else earlier. This is what I mean. When I said that we were not ready for Facebook, we were not ready for the Twitters and the Instagram and the TikToks, we're not ready for it. We are not equipped for it. These people are being rational, they're being radicalized. From Fox News and other medias who believe this because it just gives them money. And on Facebook, do I feel sorry for them? No. No. Because here's the thing how the fuck did they get there? How much money do these people have to the point that they can fly to motherfucking goddamn Washington, D.C. and get there? Because keep in mind, these people are coming from the Midwest. So when they scream that there's no money and the, the, and the, and the, and the economy, which there really isn't, but, and they be like, well, we don't like the, the cost and stuff like that because they're being supplemented, which they are. Well, clearly, the, the, the West are giving you guys far too much money for you to fly your ass out there to the, I mean, fly your ass to the damn um, capital to tear it down like you did. And the whole world saw that. The whole world saw that. Every rational American should be insulted that that happened. And here's the thing that really, really makes me angry. Here's the thing. They're now equating that to the Black Lives Matter activists. You motherfuckers. And I'm talking about the news head ticket. Remember when I kept telling you guys, it's classism. It's fucking classism. Classism. See, these news talking heads, they don't live where you live. They don't make what you make. They make maybe four times more than you do. So they're in a different class. Black Lives Movement has never ever been about overthrowing fucking the government, overthrowing the police or nothing of that sort. It is the simplest fucking request. Treat black lives like they fucking matter.
I have seen Black Lives Matter activists be called terrorists. But this whole fucking news goddamn cycle, not one. I haven't heard the word terrorist not once. It's like, okay, fuck this. It needs to be said. It's almost like these white people can't do anything fucking wrong. Gail, and this is just a side thing because I just recently found this out. Gail had an interview with the perpetrator. That young bitch who attacked that young child over a fucking phone she thought that was hers she never bothered she's in a fucking hotel just call your number bitch she never thought to do that she wanted to attack that young child so she had an interview with fucking goddamn Gail. See, here's the thing. This is the, this this media spin. Just like that they did with that 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 Kyle that Kyle not Kyle Ritterson, but the motherfucker that um that um. Do you remember when he was standing in front of that um Native American young man? I mean that Native American man. And you remember um how when he had his interview, they made him look younger, like he was a fucking child. Yeah, him. So they try to get this whole... They try to go on this press where they're trying to save this young woman's um, fucking image. But it exploded in their face. Let me tell you something, Gail. And CBS and whoever the fuck is working with these goddamn people. Let me tell you something. We see your shit and we're getting tired of it. Number one, there's no reason why that bitch should be even being interviewed. No reason. She's the perpetrator. Everything that trans, everything that transpired in that whole interaction was her fault. I don't want to know the reason why she did it. I don't give a fuck. But because she's a young white girl, they feel they have to be Captain Saver fucking hell for these people. These are bad people. Not misunderstood. Don't get that twisted. These are bad people. These people don't have critical thinking. They don't apply logic to shit. They are emotional, unhinged individuals. So now that the news cycle is doing everything in their power to clean up this image because there was nothing but white people running in that goddamn um, building. Yes, there were some... I've probably seen, I've probably like... Through all the videos I've seen, I've probably seen like four black people. Stop trying to normalize this shit. Because they're white. Because they're from the Midwest. They assaulted your capital. And then you got the cops. The U.S. Capitol fucking police taking selfies. Open up the barricade so they can do it. Then you have some fucking elected officials who are actually in the child. I understand it help me understand it when they try to call for um 
not I don't know why I keep saying martial law. But when they tried to get the, the um I'm a little bit flusher. When they tried to get the National Guard to come out, the National Guard looked at them and was like, nope. But when there was a peaceful, when there was a peaceful Black Lives Matter activists standing outside, they what did they do, sweetheart? They put those goddamn National Guards on the steps. And then they barricaded by putting a wall in front of the White House. The institution of what's going on is that there are a lot of people who wear the badges, who have these goddamn powers, who are actively, and I repeat, who are actively on the same goddamn mindset as these people. And they have these jobs, these high-paying jobs, which is supposed to protect these elected officials, but they ran, they, they got ran, they got ransacked. Talking about, oh, well, the officers have been there. They were hurt and stuff like that. Well, maybe they wouldn't have been hurt had they not been taking fucking selfies. Had they not literally opened the barricade to let them in. See, when you see things like that, those officers who were literally letting them in. So when one of their co-workers or what the light got hurt, you don't blame, um... You blame the officer who locked them in. Talking about they was overwhelmed. Well, they maybe hadn't have been overwhelmed if there was proper security who had rational people who didn't have no bias towards. They like that shit because they believe in it. They wanted to drop off. They wanted to take off of their um. They wanted to take them um. What do you want to, what do you want to call it? They wanted to take off their security stuff to go in with them. The the greatest thing the cleanse has ever did was making America believe that they didn't fucking exist anymore. See, David Duke got smart. He was like, take off the fucking mask. Take off the fucking hood. Be in plain sight. He put them in fucking law enforcement. He put them in judges. He put them in the motherfucking elected official. And he put them in, he put them, he placed these hate mongrel people in these positions. Well, you couldn't touch them. I don't get it. You can't rationalize this. The first thing that should have came out of um came out of um Biden's mouth was condemning these fucking terrorists. Don't humanize them. Because what you are essentially telling them and those who secretly think like them. And see, they can do this again. And they might do it. There is a fucking goddamn um, a, a pulse that I'm hearing that they're going to do this shit on his inauguration day. But the fact is, here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing, sweetheart. So she didn't come out and fucking condemn them day one. You essentially told them that that's cool for you for them to do. 
I have seen black and brown bodies and Black Lives Matter activists who've been beat and abused and in some cases massacred. And then when you see that these fucking racist Igoragamous assholes literally get escorted out the fucking building as if nothing doesn't happen. Every single one of them should have been barricaded in and got shot on those grounds to tell the American people this won't stand. a lot of things that we don't tolerate but this this ain't gonna be tolerated you had all the rubber bullets you had all the motherfucking tear gas you had all this motherfucking security full to the fucking they were suited and booted when it came to the black lives matters when it came to when it came to um the march for justice for people not to be um shot in school for the kids who are in cages y'all had the full military force for them honey y'all had the full military force for them but that shit didn't exist for them And here's the other thing. Um, well, those people here does not represent uh, does not represent the Republican Party. Bullshit. Bullshit. These people. These people sit across from you when you go home to fucking Thanksgiving. You are being fucking complacent. Complacent. They were able to walk out of this fucking building. They were able to walk out. Sweetheart. You know what I lost it? I'll tell you exactly why I lost it. What I saw. That officer who had the U.S. Capitol Police on his back literally opened up the barricades and let those people walk in. I said, I'm done. I bet not hear anybody, anyone say shit else about the Black Lives uh, Black Lives Matter movement. You bet not say, you bet not say fucking word. wrong with y'all and now here you got this media in the news who's cleaning up who is literally cleaning up this shit I know I'm sounding really emotional right now, but I'm I'm trying to get an understanding to it. Help me understand this. Marco Rubio came out and said something to the effect that um he did the other game. That's not us. We didn't do anything wrong. Dude. These are elected officials. My. 
God. These are elected officials. I don't know if I'm making this perfect clear to you. These are people who can change lives. These are the people that you motherfuckers have placed in power who look at this and call them fucking patriots. I'm not looking at I'm not looking at Marco Rubio no more. I'm not looking at Lindsey Graham no more. I'm not looking at the fucking Mitch McConnell no more. I'm not looking at the Donald Trumps no more. I'm looking at y'all. The motherfuckers that vote them in. That's what I'm looking at. See, I said this a long time ago when they were talking about defund the police and shit like that. It's because the fact that it is, is defund police meaning that, okay, these are the people who vote these assholes in. They already know that they're bad, but you know what they will do? They will keep the undesirables out of their neighborhoods. These people, they literally go up and vote for elected officials to do their dirty shit for them. Their front line is officers. Contain these unmentionable people in the cities. So that's a that's virtually redlining. Again, classism. Again. I can't say it's racism, but it's for it's classism. It's classism. It's, it's turning out to be a combination of, of both. And then you got the elected official to um to do their, you know, to keep them. To keep hold on, let me say this properly. They have the elected officials to take from the poor and disenfranchised in the unmentioned more money, to take those resources away from them and 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 reroute it in a way where their neighborhoods can benefit by putting in the best schools and and the and the like and to get the resources that they need. And if they step out of order, what do they do? They privatize the prisons so they can put them up in there while they're getting the money, while they contain these. Sweetheart, the damn scheme is has been in motion. Talking about this is not America. Bitch, this is America. Do you think Donald Trump got an office? Wake up, guys. Wake up. People of color has always seen this. People of color was not surprised. Most of people of color were not surprised. To you people who live in lower, mid, high, middle class, I can't stress this enough to you. Because I like to think of myself, well, I'm lower middle class. And this, I told some of my friends this. I told them, I said, stop fucking with them people. Stop antagonizing them people. That sounds really fucked up. And it, 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 let me explain what I mean. 
what I mean is, is that it's the middle class that is supposed to reroute its resources back to the poor and disenfranchised neighborhoods. See, where I live at, I want the same for someone else. So what do I do? I reroute my time and my money back into the, 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 as they would call it, the hood. The rough side of the neighborhood. No, sweetheart. I want to, I want to see housing. I want care for those who are homeless. I want care for those who are in, um, who are struggling with addictions. That's where my, my money goes. That's where my time goes. Because I'm okay. But my money and my time does not go to the people who, who live in my neighborhood. I'm sorry, it doesn't. They're okay. They'll be alright. But it's... It's... I want to see more people better off. But for some strange reason, these middle class people are fighting these poor and disenfranchised people instead of looking at the rich who who are literally doing everything in their power to keep you beneath them. And so I was telling them, I said, because right now, it's the poor and disenfranchised who are fighting the rich. If they wake up and they realize and it's y'all or us, the middle class, who are doing this, they're going to come out the y'all. And let me tell you a secret. The middle class is ill-equipped for that drama. They are ill-equipped. They can overrun these neighborhoods with ease. People who have these two people who live in cul-de-sacs and stuff like that, those gated neighborhoods, sweetheart, all they have to do, sweetheart, stop it. Stop it. Stop fighting the poor. Help them. Help them fight the rich. Instead of looking in front of you at these poor people, start looking behind you. Because it's the rich who is constantly expanding the poor. You're so busy looking in front that you are being you are being etched out of your livelihood and before you know it I mean sweetheart think about this is what I said I'm lower middle class so sweetheart that's three fucking tears lower middle class middle class and high middle class sweetheart that's a tear and this um this this um what just happened? A lot of lower middle class people became poor. Had they been looking behind them, they would have been realizing that they was being edged out by the rich. The officers now, the FBI, are looking for these people. So we had y'all was using social media to find Black Lives Matter activists 
with the quickness. With the quickness. But now y'all can't. You're asking the American people to identify these people? Sweetheart. And here's the thing. <laughs> the one who was sitting at the desk. Of one of Nancy Pelowski's office. How is that man still walking? They ransacked that place. I t- I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find reason. I'm trying to be rational and finding reason behind it all, and I can't. I can't. I know I went on too long. But my God. There are going to be. Ramifications behind this. What you saw yesterday. Or this week. There. America has changed. The face of America. Has been changed. Forever. Now. Because like I told these people, what's good enough for the goose is good enough for the gander. You allowed these radical fucking ingrates to ransack the capital. What makes you think other fucking won't do it? What makes you think that other ones won't? They ransacked it and you didn't fucking arrest them. The door is open. Other groups was looking at this. The world was looking at this. You don't know who was watching this. They were waiting to see what you do. And you didn't disappoint. There was no, um, there was no law and order. None. Y'all going around here claiming all that, and there was none. Absolutely none. So, I'm just bracing myself, and this is what I was talking about last week when I said that, sweetheart, I'm giving this six months. They didn't even give me six days. Sorry to be such a Debbie Downer, guys. But I'm going to leave it on this because I'm too emotional. Thank you for listening and just, you know, sitting with me. To be honest with you, I don't even know how to move forward for this. From this, I mean, got two new um, senators that are coming in. I don't know how they're gonna fix this. I don't. And the GOP is done. Lindsey Graham said it. He was like, they will vote him in. And they will be sorry for it. And it came true. They let the devil in the room. And wonder why all that hell and havoc was in their fucking goddamn building. You created this monster, and you thought that it was gonna go. You you thought it was gonna go to the minority. You thought they were gonna get on the minorities. They didn't. They didn't. That genie is out now. Sorry. Oh God. Let me go. Let me go, guys. And those were your top stories in pop culture.
Well, guys, it looks like we've come to the end of another great episode here on Team Thrillers. Thank you for listening and hanging out, and I look forward to talking to you next week. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapdrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapdrillspodcast01. 